Hello, hello, and welcome to the Game Blast Show, an Xbox Game Pass podcast playing through the backlog and searching for the best games for you to play. I am your host, Thomas Murgle. It is June 6th, and today's game is Pac-Man Museum Plus. But before we dive into the game, I want to talk about some games that are arriving and leaving Xbox Game Pass. Games leaving Game Pass on June 16th is Greedfall, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance, Darkest Dungeon, Worms Rumble, and Limbo. Uh, I suggest trying to play through as many of those as you, as you can because there's some several great games there that are leaving the, that, leaving the Game Pass within the next 10 days. So go ahead and grab those and play them as fast as possible. Especially Limbo. If you haven't played Limbo yet, it is amazing. Games coming out on June 7th, so that would be tomorrow, you have Space Lines from the Far Out, Chorus, and Disc Room. Also, we got an unexpected trilogy added to Game Pass this past week. Um, it was not on any list or anything, but all of a sudden Game Pass was like, boom, here you go. You got Ninja Gaiden Sigma 1 and 2, as well as Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. So check those out if you are a big fan of the Ninja Gaiden series. I always got my ass kicked from it, never really tried to play it too much because the games are hard, man. They're just super hard. Okay, let's get to the main game of today. That is Pac-Man Museum Plus. It is a collection of 14 Pac-Man games all put together in one package for you. Some games need to be played in order to unlock others, but it's a short grind and you just need to play them once or twice to unlock something else. You don't need to play for hours or beat the game to unlock things, luckily. Uh, just make sure you don't back out early or it won't count for you in terms of points or even attempts played. I made that mistake once where I quit out too early before I got credit for it and I had to play it again. <laughs> I want to briefly discuss, discuss each and every Pac-Man game found on Museum Plus and give them two ratings for each game. A difficulty rating and then a fun rating. The higher the number means the harder the game with 10 being the highest. And then again, the higher the number for the fun factor also means it was a lot of fun, again, 10 being the highest. While most of the games were general pellet-munching, ghost-avoiding, and maze-dwelling in nature, a couple of games surprised me. I've never played a couple of these. Uh, two side-scrolling games and one puzzle game. And there's two oddball games as well. Uh, one of them being a mosh pit simulator, which sounds better than it actually was, and the other acting as if it's a Marble Madness 2 wannabe. So... Without further delay, let's talk about the OG Pac-Man. Now, this game needs no introduction or much explanation. The game was born on May 22nd, 1980. Arcades all over the world, primarily in Japan and then later on in North America. While it's legendary in status and spawned many more games for the next four decades after its release, I find it to be very difficult. I know it runs on a similar pattern, but I have never ever in my life been able to get very far in Pac-Man. I am terrible at it. I'd say the OG Pac-Man's difficulty is fairly high. Let's give it an, an 8. It, in terms of fun, it's very basic in design and doesn't change at all. Uh, you get one level and the ghosts get slightly harder as you progress. But the OG Pac-Man gets a fun factor of 5 out of 10. Moving on to Super Pac-Man, this game released on arcade in 1982 and changed quite a bit from the original release. Instead of pellets, you eat fruit, unlock doors with keys, and can even earn a power-up that turns you into a giant, and you can mow past ghosts 
through doors and clear levels faster than, than ever if you know or have a, a planned path in mind. I found this game to be much easier than the original, so I will give it a 5 for difficulty. And in terms of fun, I think the new aspects of the game made it more fun than the original. Um, even though it was kind of just weird and repetitive, but still, I give Super Pac-Man a 6 out of 10 for its fun factor. Um, let's move on to pac and Pal. It's very similar to Super Pac-Man in terms of gameplay and mechanics, but the layout is different and now you have a little green friend that helps you grab fruit, so that's nice. Uh, the difficulty goes up to a 7 compared to Super Pac-Man because, I don't know, the layout was just a little weird and the fun factor drops down to a 4. And after three or four plays of this game, I'm kind of done with it. I have no reason to go back and play it. I, I think I had to play Pack and Pal to unlock Packland. And uh, I'm not a big fan of Pack and Pal, so it's just an oddball experience and it isn't as fun as the first two games. But again, difficulty is a seven and the fun factor is a four. Up next is Packland. And as much as I tried to like it, I just couldn't get used to the controls and some of the areas. The game is incredibly easy until you get to this pool of water and a springboard. And I tried everything I could to just jump past this stupid swimming pool and I couldn't get past it. Seriously, the difficulty of this game was so low until I got to that point. And then it was just impossible. I tried several times. I would jump and I would see if there was any sort of weird double jump or if I had to run or hit the springboard at the right spot and I just landed in the water each and every time. So in terms of fun, the game was grasping at straws before I even got to the pool. It wasn't very fun at all. But once I hit that dead end, it was over. I give the fun factor on Pac-Land a 2. Yuck. It was just not fun. I did not like that game at all. Uh, Pac-Mania. Actually surprised me by how good the graphics looked for a 1987 arcade game. It's an isometric maze that zoomed in much further than the OG view. Uh, more ghosts are added to the map, which makes things tough, but the game is slowed down just enough so you can make decisions and not get screwed over too terribly bad. The ability to jump also helps. Um, this game was pretty fun. I, difficulty is at a 6, and the fun factor being at a 6 as well is a pretty solid game. I liked it overall. Pack Attack is a puzzle game with falling bricks, and it works very similar to Tetris. Uh, Tetris and even Dr. Mario ha have great concepts that work. I found that the way the bricks fall with the ghosts and Pac-Man himself, the pieces made the game not enjoyable at all. Difficulty spikes up to an eight just because of how frustrating thing, just because of how frustrating things can get so easily uh, and so quick. I mean, at first you're like, okay, yeah, this is easy, I get it, and then you know, just like Tetris, you gain more levels and more points you get, and then stuff starts falling faster. And this frustration made the fun factor dive down to a one. I did not enjoy Pack Attack. It is not a good puzzle game at all. It's one of the worst puzzle games I've ever played. And I severely did not like this game. Next up is Pack in Time. It is a side-scrolling platforming game that is a rebrand of the game Fury of the Furries. So it's already looking awful. <laughs> After playing this one for a while, I can say I wanted it to be over. I It, it was easy. The game was easy, but the gameplay was laughable which makes me want to put the difficulty at a 5, as it's more about the controls than anything else. But this game this game seems to be steered towards younger kids, children. Um, however, children may not like this game. It's just not that fun. And the game, the controls just seemed really janky. And I don't know, it, just, it was all over the place. I give the fun factor a 1 
on packing time as well because I just I thought it was just it was boring. I did not like that at all. Next we have 1996's Pac-Man Arrangement, and it's back to form with added gimmicks to the OG system where it's just you, pellets, ghosts, and a maze, and you gotta complete these mazes. And it, these gimmicks keep things fresh and interesting for the player. Uh, there's several levels, and then after, I wanna say four or five levels, then there's a boss fight. That's right, boss fights. And that really kept my attention, and I found the game to be rather fun and not difficult at all. I give both fun and difficulty a 6 for 1996's Pac-Man Arrangement. Now the reason why I put 1996's Pac-Man Arrangement is because there's two games on here called Pac-Man Arrangement, one from 1996 and one from 2005. Now let's move on to the 2005 Pac-Man Arrangement. It's more of the same as the previous Pac-Man Arrangement game, but the graphics are so much better and the gameplay greatly approves. The level design is phenomenal, and everything about this is top freaking notch. Besides the motion sickness pellets that are dancing and floating weirdly, I actually liked this game. I really think the difficulty is only at like a four. It's easy to, to grasp, it's easy to maneuver, it's easy to navigate through these levels and actually have fun with it. And it's the only game within this collection that I beat, and I beat it on normal. Um, I think this one is one of the games where you can also put it on easy or hard. But I played every every single one of these on normal, and with that, I had a ton of fun navigating these levels, beating these bosses, and I will give the fun factor a 9 on this one. 2005's Pac-Man Arrangement, and I believe it was originally on another collection back on the PSP game, or PSP system, sorry. Um, never even heard of this game, but it's one of my favorites on Museum Plus. I highly recommend playing this one, it's awesome. Now, Pac-Man Championship Edition is the next one I'll talk about, and this one is the cream of the crop in terms of Pac-Man games. Uh, while I do think uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX is the better rendition of this, the original Championship Edition is still wildly fun. The graphics, which is, which is kind of weird, I know, graphics for a Pac-Man game, but I don't know, it's, it's graphics are killer. The gameplay is a lot of fun, It's the controls are really sharp, and the soundtrack adds to the experience, and I love the soundtrack. It's just super like house music, techno-y kind of music, super dancey, bassy, I love it. And I'd say the difficulty on this game is at a 4, while the fun is up to an 8. I really enjoy how fast you can get going on this game, and if you maintain a streak, and you really, really start hauling ass. Again, I think Pac-Man CEDX is better. But Pac-Man Championship Edition, the original, is a super fun game. Highly recommend it. The next three games that I will talk about are some of the ones that you could skip. Pac-Motos is the mosh pit simulator that I was talking about earlier. And while at first it seemed like a fun concept for a game, something different, something kind of like a Mario Party kind of game mixed in with Pac-Man stuff, it didn't take long for me to be bored of it. Difficulty slowly goes up like any other video game in history, but I only give it a 6 in terms of difficulty. And on fun factor, I give it a 2. Again, it was fun at first, but then it got boring really quick. Next up is Pack and Roll Remix, and it's a remixed version of the Nintendo DS game that has Pac-Man trapped inside of a Marble Madness simulation. However, Marble Madness was actually fun. Pack and Roll Remix is not. You know, I got probably 7 levels in, before I just got stuck. Um, 
I, it was impossible to make this one jump, and no matter what, I just fell short, and it stopped my progress immediately. Difficulty was simple up until that part, but just like one of those previous games I talked about where it was way too easy, all of a sudden I hit this brick wall, and boom, my game is done. So I give it a 7 in terms of how hard it was. I'm sure there's an easy way to get past it. I couldn't figure it out, and I got annoyed really quickly. As for the fun factor for pack and roll, I give it a 2. That's a no thank you, which is a shame because this game had potential. I was really enjoying it for the first like five levels or so, but once they started implementing like these crazy ass jumps and everything, um, and adding these gimmicks to it, and things started getting difficult, and then I had that one jump I just could not get past, it was giving me Battletoads vibes where I just couldn't make the damn jump and it was over. Turn that shit off. Uh, let's see, Pac Man Battle Royale is a must for multiplayer. And I realize that this is a great four-player game, but if you're by yourself, it's utterly boring. And since I was by myself, I am grading it as such. Difficulty was the easiest of the entire compilation, so I am giving it a two in terms of difficulty. It was purely simple to nav navigate around these ghosts and the, the opponent that was AI-controlled. But since it was so effortless and easy, it wasn't fun. I played maybe five matches and... Yeah, it, by the fifth match, I was I was spent. So I give Pac-Man Battle Royale a two in terms of how fun it was. Again, I realize this needs more more than one person to enjoy it because one human versus one AI and the four ghosts. It just was it was easy. I could just get the first power pellet and eat the other guy so fast, and that was the end of the round. Now I'm sure if it was one of those those table arcade games where you have actually four people surrounding it. That would be a hell of a lot better. Now let's move on to the very last game. It is certainly not the least game. We have Pac-Man 256, which is originally released as a mobile game in 2015. And this game is an endless maze runner as a glitch starts to creep up from the bottom and you must head north. Um, north in quotes. In this isometric platform, you must survive by eating... Blasting lasers, summoning tornadoes, using bombs, and casting freeze to gain as many points and win, and try to survive and get past everything as fast as possible. Uh, this game is a lot of fun. There's a lot of random factors to it that makes this game interesting on every single attempt. Uh, also, you can change the way that the graphics look. And I had it on shuffle, so anytime I started a new round, it was like completely different graphics. Sometimes you get completely different like games in general. Like uh, there was one that's an office where you're just you're it's it's the ghosts are computer chairs for crying out loud, and it looks like you're going through an office setting. Uh, the other one was UFO, and you're going through the UFO lands, and you can see like spaceships are all over the place. And then I want to say that the the ghosts were UFOs, and I think that's what they were. But uh, so far, that was one of the most fun games on here besides uh, the 2006 arrangement. So, the fun factor is a 9. The game was wildly fun, and I will be playing more of it. <laughs> I thought the game was great. In terms of difficulty, it's not too bad at all, especially when it's just randomized and things are changing. And, and I mean, there's a couple times where I got my ass kicked within 15 seconds. But there were some times where I was playing for minutes and nothing could stop me. And there was a lot happening all at once. And even with all that said, when you have some sort of like weird glitchy thing trying to eat, eat at you and you're trying to survive all these ghosts, 
Uh, I'm going to rate the difficulty of five because it wasn't too bad and it was manageable and it was a lot of fun. So the top three Pac-Man games on Museum Plus are definitely Pac-Man 256, Pac-Man Arrangement 2005, and Pac-Man Championship Edition. As a whole, Museum Plus is a wonderful collection of things, of all things Pac-Man. Uh, however, with that said, I wish we had missed Pac-Man on Museum Plus, as I always thought it was one of the best ones out of the entire Pac-Man series. However, due to licensing and blah 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 blah, we miss out on Miss Pac-Man, which is unfortunate. However, I'll give Pac-Man Museum Plus a 7 out of 10. Some of these games are incredibly bad, and they don't hold up well at all. However, the games that are fun... They are redeemingly, you're going to want to come back and play them over and over and over. They are incredibly fun. They'll keep you playing for hours. So that's it on Pac-Man Museum Plus. Uh, the question of the week, have, which Pac-Man game is your favorite? Have you played Museum Plus yet? If you have, let me know what, which game of the Pac-Man series is your favorite. That's it for this episode of the Game Blast Show. Shoot your emails over to Murgernator one at gmail.com follow me on twitter at murgernator and you can officially follow the at game blast show at game blast show on twitter thank you so much be kind to each other and good luck trying to get through that game pass backlog bye bye <laughs>